this is Osatru Academics here. Osatru is the belief in the Norse gods. It's the native Norse religion. Think Vikings, Thor, Odin, etc. The etc is what I talk about. I do want to make sure, and this goes for every episode, that I ask you to keep an open mind if something contradicts what you believe. Ask yourself where you got your thoughts on it and what those are founded in. Don't shut down if something conflicts it, but rather listen to improve. Even if you already know everything I'm going to say, if something contradicts what you know and you shut down, you miss a chance to perfect yourself. You choose pride over perfection. That's sad. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm human. We make mistakes and we misunderstand things. If you find anything that I've said to be incorrect, please tell me. I want to know. I really do. I want to be accurate and correct in what I believe as much as you do. That said, I do take great care in not speaking on something I'm not certain I can back up with a hard source. I would never want to teach someone incorrectly. I may never get the chance to correct it. I take that seriously. I want the information I give you to be truth and not just filler, so help me gods. So all that stuff out of the way, Galder. This is part two of talking about Old Norse magic types. In this episode, I'm only going to be talking about Galder so I can go into a little more depth with each type. Galdr is just spellcasting. It's using your voice to cause a change to come about. This can be simple stuff like positive or negative words to yourself or others. Telling yourself positive things can help you feel better. Telling yourself negative things can cause you to feel bad and have a negative impact on your life. If you call yourself stupid when you make a mistake, ban yourself from doing that. Ban it and don't allow it ever again. You'll start to convince yourself that you are stupid. You'll not take positive risks because you believe yourself too stupid to make it work out. You'll tear yourself down and weaken yourself. That is stupid to do. If you wouldn't be friends with someone who talks down to you or insults you or upsets you by what they say about you, how can you expect to have any self-love if you do that to yourself? How can you expect to be fully confident and love yourself if you're verbally abusive to yourself? So stop insulting yourself. If you catch yourself saying negative things, what would you do if a stranger came up and said that stuff to your best friend, your wife, your husband, your mom, anyone you cared about? They just came up and started insulting them for a silly mistake or not knowing something? Oh, you would cut them off. You tell them that it doesn't mean that they're stupid. You'd give them reasons why it's not true. You tell them to shut up and knock it off. And since you obviously can't punch yourself out, I mean, unless you are in fact stupid, but you would stop them. Treat yourself with the same kindness you would treat others. On the opposite side, speaking positive things instead strengthens you. When you make a mistake, instead tell yourself something like, oh yeah, that was wrong. Okay, now I know and that's cool because I'm gonna do even a better job next time because I know and I'm gonna be watching for that same mistake. Cool, I'm even better now. Or, oh my, that's a silly mistake. I can understand why though. I'm doing so much productive things in my life, and I was kind of unfocused for a minute. That's fair. Just a silly mistake. They happen. Speak to yourself lovingly. If you make it a habit to speak to yourself kindly, you'll speak to those in your life you care about kindly too. It's a skill that is very useful. The longest relationship you'll have in your entire life is with yourself. If you don't have a healthy inner dialogue with yourself, you won't be in the best relationship you could be with others. Make speaking with kind words a norm for you. As for more directly related to Old Norse magic, Galdor was typically sung like a song or a chant. 
The best modern example I've found is the band Heilung. There is no spells from the Viking Age that survive. What we do have is grimoires from much later in history. The Galdra book is from the 1600 Iceland period. With symbols and spells and rituals, I definitely do not recommend reading it to children. It just gets nasty at a certain point. There's going to be way too many questions to answer, and they will leave three minutes in of how bizarre it is. I mean, unless that's your goal, then have at it. Oh, and record the reaction when you get to how they can make more money using a dead guy in a coin. Yeah, that's an inside joke. And a pun! Galdra book was in the post-Christian era. We can't really say that it's Old Norse because at that point, cultures has been influenced so much that they became a conglomerate with Christianity. I recommend looking up the Galdra book if you want to do any forms of spell, but definitely not to replicate. Once you read it, you'll see why. I have a PDF if you need it, so just shoot me a message if you want it. But I'm not saying you need to replicate any of this psychotic and weird rituals. And they are insane rituals. They are violent, graphic, and disturbing. No one should be doing any of that stuff regardless of the time period or place. Nope. Nobody nope. As for the tiny Old Norse records we have about Galdr, the most detailed we have is when Odin lists 18 spells he knows in the Havamal. The spells themselves are not given, but there's a hidden layer to the text. I'm going to paraphrase each stanza for you, starting at stanza 145. That's just to help you understand what in the world they're saying in Old English. So, I know songs that even the greatest humans don't know. The first song is Help, which will help in fights, sadness, and troubles of all kinds. The second song which humans can sing can heal the sick. A third song is one of protection against my enemies, where if they come at me with weapons or magic, they can't hurt me. Like, if they come at me with swords, they'll become dull. The fourth song breaks any chains that are keeping me captive. The fifth song stops arrows just by looking at them. The sixth song reverses curses back to the one who made them against me. The seventh song, I can put out a raging fire. The eighth song, anyone can learn. It calms even the most amped up warrior. The ninth song can calm the ocean so that my boat won't sink. The tenth song makes witches confused. The eleventh song, if I sing it under the shields of my warriors, they will not just go out and come back from the battle safely, but they'll make it home safely as well. The twelfth song can make a dead person speak again with just my painted runes. The thirteenth song is for a newborn son of a warrior. I can sprinkle him with water and he will not be killed in battle. The fourteenth song gives me perfect recall of beings. I can tell someone everything about each and every god, goddess, elf, anyone that I've ever met. The 15th I know is the song the dwarf Falser sang. He gave strength to the gods, skill to the elves, and wisdom to me. The 16th song can make any woman fall in love with me. The 17th song can make any woman never leave me and be faithful. I will never share the 18th to anyone but maybe my lover or sister. It would do good to learn some magical songs. They're useful. So that's where he lists them. So, as you can tell, we don't have the spells themselves, but we have their uses and abilities. We see their range. We see their limitations. The explanation of their abilities explains some of what happens in the other stories. 
Like maybe he sang the fall in love spell for Princess Gunlod to make her fall in love and give him the mead. The hidden part of this passage, though, is the special meter that exists in the original Old Norse version. Meter is the beat in poetry, just like it would be in a song. Since Galdor is to be sung, beat is very important. Galdorlag is the meter of magic spells. Odin is actually teaching the structure of Galdor. I'll explain the details of the structure in a second, but first I want to explain good poetry. Good poetry doesn't just explain an abstract idea. A skilled poet also takes into account the rhythm of what they're saying and the sounds of the words. A lot of poetry is music meets language. There's beats, sounds, all of it. If I say Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, you understand that all of those peas are not an accident. They're purposeful. That's called alliteration, not alliterate, the opposite. Alliteration with an A. It's when you use words for not just the meanings, but their sounds as well. Another example would be from Phenomenal Woman by Maya Angelou. It goes like, pretty women wonder where my secret lies. Women wonder where all start with the same sound. That's alliteration. Galdralog is a type of poetry that uses alliteration heavily. I'm going to say a poem I made up that's in Galdralog so you can hear the sounds. Listen for the hard vowel sounds, like when a vowel says its name. And it's important to note that any vowel alliterates with any other vowel. So here we go. It went away. Nothing to say. Till tomorrow tumbles. Moving inside, there is cold strife, such sweet sadness sickens. Away and say have a strong vowel sound. Inside and strife do as well. Till tomorrow tumbles and such sweet sadness are classic uses of alliteration. They all start with the same sound. The structure of Galdralog is a pair of lines with the same hard vowel sound. Then a line of words that starts with the same sound. Then it repeats. Galdra is mentioned in other times in the lore. Frey uses it when he's a creepy stalker to his future wife Gerda. It's also used to heal during childbirth in some of the lore. But my favorite is the magic duel that goes on in my absolute favorite text of all the lore. The infamous Loka Senna. If you have not read Lokasena, you are in for a treat. It is hilarious. If you have any topics or questions in particular you want me to talk about, send me a message on Instagram at osutreeacademics. And hey, it makes both of our lives easier if I don't have to guess what you want to learn about and you get to learn more quickly. Subscribe so you don't have to spend time checking to see if I made your episode yet. Plus, you get to learn others' answers too. Win, win, win. Triple win for the win. Till next time.